Richmond. How's it going? Yeah, not bad, you. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, what have you been up to? I have been waiting with bated breath the entire week mm. for Video Gamer Podcast episode 429 <laughs> with you, Josh Wise, and me, Rich Walker. That's what I've been doing. That's what you've been and doing. That, you've been doing shit all else. Just That's, that's what everyone does. <laughs> Just yeah. time's in stasis, isn't it? It's true. It's a, bit, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's, mm-hmm. um, you know... it's The, the world is waiting. The, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And this week, it's mm. uh, we're doing it on the day. Yeah. Break, so, yeah. Breaking the illusion. It actually is Wednesday, and because you were swanning off, I can't say where you were swanning off to. No. Can I? Or for what reason? Rich was dispatched off. on a gaming-related mission to a company that we can't say for a reason that we can't say. <laughs> but um, you'll find out about next week. You'll find out about it next week. Um, and then you'll shrug, maybe, and go, huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Sort of like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, mm. oh, or not. I don't know. I mean, who knows? It, it could be game of the year, or it could be a load of old shite. But um, you know, we'll wait. We'll wait until then to find out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, how else have you been? Uh, have you, you you've uh, you've been taekwondo doing back back yes. in back in back physically these days? Which back is good. in the hall. Yeah. Back the in memorial the hall. No hall. more. No more Zoom taekwondo for nope. you. Nope. And it's <laughs> a shock to the system. Is it? Because it's a lot harder. And I forgot how difficult it is. Why is it harder? Do you slack off when you're on Zoom? <laughs> well, when you're on Zoom, you're kind of in one spot because you can't, you don't really have the space to do much more. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Um, now that we're back in the hall, you can run and you do your moves up and down the hall, the length of it. So it's oh, a lot God. more um, intense. You could, you and could also, do, um, uh, <laughs> what? You know, in the movie Speed, where. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves tricks Dennis Hopper's character by looping a video feed into the bus surveillance oh, yeah. system. Yeah, you could do that on Zoom. You could do yeah. that. You could be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. and unless he was looking quite closely at you, you could just record like I don't know five minutes of you sort of dragging, kicking your way to like some sort of mayhem, and you could just sort yeah. of loop that, and you'd be like, oh, Rich sure is practicing his dragon kick today, but you think nothing else of it. Mm. Just sort yeah. of, you know. Know, exactly. and then meanwhile, you could just open a bag of Watsits, stick on Judge Rinder, and you're away. But you know what, Josh? I'd only be cheating myself. True. Wouldn't True. I? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm on a new belt as well now, so I've got a new form, which is the longest form ever. goes on for about three hours. Good grief. Not really. I'm exaggerating massively. Ah. But it's got about 50 moves, where the others have about 20. Blimey. So what are you now? You're a blue belt, green belt? Blue belt. Blue belt. Yeah, blue, blue belt. Yeah, sweet, yeah, yeah. sweet, sweet, sweet. So Rich is itching for a fight, so don't don't pick on him, otherwise you'll get battered. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. <clears throat> Don't fuck with him. Um, I've been chilling. Meanwhile, actually, I've oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been, it's been nice. Quite excited, actually. This is one of those podcasts which is. It feels like loads of stuff has happened because it has, obviously, in the gaming world. Yes. Um, and it feels weirdly like we haven't done the pod in ages for some reason, even though there has been no gap in the schedule and it's only been a week. But we've got loads of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Let's yeah, it, it does feel like that. It does feel like it's been a long week, and I don't know why. I think it's because, like, straight after, like, last week, it was like, I could have talked about Life is Strange, but I didn't, because I'd only done, like, three episodes of the five uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. And so, my review went out, like, after the pod. So, we didn't talk about that, so I thought, oh, we'll talk about that. 
Obviously, mm. we both played Deathloop as well. Yes. So that's going to be the big one that people want to hear about. And fair play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I was like, oh, yeah, the Sony conference is is, is a thing. Because I was looking oh. at all the news right up and I was like, and I sort of done all the items and left out the Sony conference. I thought, oh, yeah. We didn't yeah. cover that. No, that's, that's what was about it. That was on like mm. the 9th and our podcast was on the 7th. So it's like, oh, actually, mm. we've got loads to talk about, really. Good Lord. Um, but yeah, it's it's a big one. It's a big one. So it's a shame that this has fallen sort of as the dust has settled on all that PlayStation stuff. So we go, yeah, they announced this, that, and they'll be like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, we saw it. Yeah, yeah, we saw it. Unless, you know, we are the sole source of news, of their news fix. In which case, in which case, um, I I don't understand why that would be. (laughs) Because because we're brilliant. We're brilliant, but we can't give you the trailers or anything like that. (laughs) No, but they don't want that. They want it filtered through our experience. They want lukewarm takes. Hot takes at the time that have cooled down considerably. Yeah, hot takes. Never mind hot takes. Yeah, Mm. room temperature takes at best. (laughs) Tepid. Tepid, tepid takes. Yeah. Yeah, I want more tepid takes. They sound good. Yeah. Yeah. Less incendiary, just nice and gentle. Yeah. I've got a little tepid take for you. I've got a little tep take for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, more I of think that. that. That's what we'll specialise in from now on. The podcast of tepid takes. If anyone wants to email in their tepid takes, yes. send them in. We'll talk about we'll do a tepid take segment where we'll go, do you know what? Let's have a look at the te- let's have a look at the tepidity yeah. in the world today. That that could be like a little section in the, the questions at the end. The tepid take <laughs> corner. <laughs> Actually, they have to be suitably tepid. If they're yes. too hot, we can't touch them. It will come under the comment, won't it? Yeah. yeah. Of the questions theories comment. It will come under the comment and we'll go comments, but now for the tepid takes of the comment. Yeah, I'm mm. liking this. I think this has got wheels. This can run and run. All right. Uh, let's talk about what games uh, we've been playing. Uh, hold on. I want to talk mm. about Uh-oh. Kim Kardashian's... Um, for clothes at the Met Gala, please. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, dear. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like um, sort of a mystery character in a game. Yeah, she does. Or like the sort of fighting game character who mimics the moves of all the other characters. Yes. Yeah. I don't really understand the uh, the Met Gala. I, I never have. I, I know don't either. What is it? I think it's... So it's obviously... It's a sort of high... Well, a society soiree. Um... To do with the metro, is it to do with MoMA, which is the Metropolitan no, Music? No, I don't I think no it is. No idea. It's just like the sachet, Met. sachet up here in your best clothes. It, well, well, the mo- well, extra points quite. for ridiculousness. Yeah, it, it's sort of like high concept. It's like those cars on Gran Turismo that are just don't exist yet. Yeah, but they put in cars, a, yeah. a sort of concept. You know, they got rockets on and that. It's like having said that, mm. I did quite like. Was it Lil Nas X's? I mean, I might have said that totally wrong. It might be like Lil Nas Kiss or something. <laughs> For all I know. Um, yeah, yeah. His costume was cool. He Didn't had like three it. layers. So Aww. he had this massive sort of giant bell-shaped robe that was about two metres across. <laughs> and then he disrobed and he had like gold metal armour underneath. Oh, so he looked like C-3PO without his helmet. Right. And then he took that off and he had a more sort of sensible... Outfit underneath, just trying like, to t shirt underneath. That's showmanship, isn't it? That's yeah. good. That that's not turning up in a balaclava like Kim Kardashian, like she's gonna rob the place. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, what would you wear to a Met Gala? Would you sort of fashion yourself after? I mean, you'd have to represent video games, obviously. Do you know what? I'd, I'd be, I'd be rebellious. I'd just turn up in t-shirt and jeans. Like, yeah, yeah. fuck you. I'm not fuck into this. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck the system. Then I'd never be invited back, and I'd be like, well. <laughs> Well, your loss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you're all about low concept. Yeah, you're exactly. Like high concept. Screw that. Yeah. Yeah, I like the sound of that. I, I'd be tempted to go in my lounging pants and a t-shirt or something. Yeah, That'd or like good. a dressing gown. Oh, actually, Ooh. that's still a bit too. Nah, that's yeah. too out there. It's too a bit you, too you'd, out there. Uh, they'd like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could wear like little sandals, like the dude from the Big Lebowski, couldn't you? Like jellies. Good. But again, you know, I think they'd probably like that. Mm. Yeah, 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 you're right actually because they pretty much anything you do could be mm. read as a sort of you know postmodern like, ironic comment. So they'd be like, "Oh, that's actually genius," and you're like, "No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not supposed to be genius. <laughs> it's not supposed to be." And they'll be like, "Yes, that's why it's genius. Well done." And you'd be like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" It's blown you'll, up in my face. Yeah, you'll win the award oh. for best best Met Gala Galaridge. I'm fed yeah. up with the word gala as well. Fuck off with that. What is that? I don't know. I it's don't a like bit. it. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't like it either. No. But I tell you it's what, I do like nebulous. Uh, what, what is I a gala? Do, I don't know. I don't know. It. Uh, well, I like the sort of canapes. <clears throat> that's if if I was to go to a gala or some sort of you know soiree. That's my mm. favourite part. I've been to events in the video game industry where the highlight has been the canapes, not the gaming um, question. I won't say which events, but bugbear of mine. I, mm. I've seen this before. I've witnessed this. Mm. People calling canapes canopies. I that like I like winds me up. Yeah, I like canapes, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's like jackanapes, but canapes, you know. But you mm. know, can can I, I tell you what? I've not come across canopies, but if were I to come across that, that would really wind me up. Would yeah. you? Would you hit them? I'd. Anyone yeah. who said that, I'd yeah. have to thump them. I Rightly think. so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's really annoyed me. That. Yeah. I'll actually be thinking about that for the rest of the pod on some level. Exactly, believe, right. Believe you me. I've I've actually been there and seen it and not known what to do and lived to tell the tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. All right, all right. Let's um, let's get into uh, let's get into games. So I rang up this pizza place and I fancied some iced cream and I said to this fellow, I like some ice cream, please. I like some ice cream, please. And he said, oh, okay, cool, what do you want? And I said, well, what have you got? And he said, well, what do you want? I said, what have you got? Well, what is it you want? Right, that annoyed me anyway. And I said, chocolate. And his response, we don't have any chocolate. We've both been playing some stuff. I've been playing Life is Strange True Colours. Uh, yep. Didn't talk about it at all, so we'll go through it. It's um, Life is Strange is back, you know, and that's and that's good news if you like Life is Strange. Obviously, Rich, you're not a big fan of it, are you? The, well, yeah, Life is Strange. You're not not a fan, but you're just like, I'm, yeah. Well, Life is Strange one. I thought this is really good. I really mm. like it. Mm. Before the storm, I was like, yeah, this is good too. This is all right. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Life is Strange two. Just I, for some reason, I was just like, do you know what? Enough of this. I didn't I, think I, it worked. I can't be bothered. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. I completely agree. Yeah. True Colors coming out is just a sort of non-event for me. I'm just like, I, I can't be bothered. It's yeah. Something about the tone, I just just bugs me. Fight, fight, it's yeah. too yeah. It's just like pull yourself together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I I liked one, and I still think one is the best one. Yeah. Um, 
I would I would ever so slightly raise the uh, my my sort of appreciation for Before the Storm. I actually thought there were parts of that, specifically episode two, yeah. um, which were which are pretty much from a writing standpoint the height of the series. I mean, there are bit oh. there are, there are actually bits in Before the Storm which better, but I still think Life is Strange one is the is the the best one. It yeah. has the most room to maneuver. I think each episode is a few hours like two hours long at least um yeah episode one's like three hours i think but uh and there are you know there are five of them as well so it just has it has a lot of room it has a lot of time there's a lot of different locations in in arcadia bay that you spend a lot of time Mm -hmm. in in the first game and a lot of characters as well and they kind of they really come together and, and it sort of forms a nice patchwork which to be fair to the other games they just didn't have. I mean, the reason two I thought was rubbish was it it moved around so much, and of course that was the point. You know, it was a kind of yeah. road, road trip thing. But what it meant was the characters just sort of came and went, and so mm. all you had was the figure of these the figures of these two brothers that were sort of going on the lam, and it was like. But I can't get a hold of anything here. You, you, you're shifting locations with each thing, yeah. and, you're sh- and you're shifting characters, and it's just a bit. It's just a bit like, well, all I've got is the plot, really. I mean, their ongoing bond sort of comes in and out of the of the drama. But it was mm-hmm. just like, oh, we're here. Oh, we're doing that. Oh, and now we're off there again. Oh, he's been arrested, so I've got to get out of it. Oh, and then we're on the road again at the end. And also, by the way, Jesus, that that um, releasing one every three months or whatever madness it was. Oh, with, with, I mean, yeah. I mean, because I had to, because we had a funny thing on video gamer then. Yeah. Which, which, um, we, I, I probably wouldn't. I, I said to, uh, Callum Ahern at the time, like, n- never again. You know, yeah. we, we, we had a thing where it was like I reviewed each episode as it came out. Yeah, and it's that's not the way to do it, man. I mean, oh, I've done it before. I've done it yeah. with Walking Dead games, and I think I did it with Life is Strange, and it was yeah. a nightmare, real it's, pain. If they really commit to it and they don't break schedule and it is only like one every two months or something, maybe that's okay. But it's when it starts to get like three months, four months. And I think with Life is Strange 2, there was also a delay or two. Like that game started to come out in 2018 and it finished coming out in like twenty late 2019 or something mad like that. Yeah, that's that's not good. And I had to look up synopses and stuff because I just would forget what what happened like three months ago. Did not have your little previously on recap thing? It had a little one, but you know, it wasn't great. It was like, it was broad strokes. You know, this is what we're doing. This is where we are. And it was a bit like, right. But you sort of need a lot of details with that because, you know, it can be quite subtle and there could be like sort of little Mm. things that you pick up that sort of chime in later episodes. But anyway. Oh, and by the way, we should also say, you know, the adventures of Captain Spirit. That was interesting. That That was actually quite good. I yeah, thought. also it was free, so, you know, if it you didn't free. like it, you hadn't lost anything. <laughs> True, and and it was Don't Nod as well. It was the sort of original device. So Don't Nod well, did. Life is Strange 2 was Don't Nod as well, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, 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 Life is Strange yeah. 1, 2, and Captain Spirit. So Don't Nod have had, like, the best game in this series, the worst game in this series, <laughs> and an interesting little mid-cool game sort mm. of thing that was, I thought, cool. But in the meantime, Deck Nine um, are sort of eating their lunch a bit because before the storm, I thought was was really good, um, and now this Life is Strange True Colors, which 
It's kind of weird. They're not calling it Life is Strange 3, but it is just a new thing in a new place with new characters and new power. It kind of feels like Life is Strange 3, even though it's just it's got a subtitle like Before the Storm. Do you think um, Don't Nod have some sort of thing where they're like, no, we make the sequels, yeah. you make spin-offs. You don't I, get to use the numbers. <laughs> Those are our numbers. <laughs> Those you are, yeah, keep your yeah. hands off them. You stick to words. Because yeah. we want numbers. No, I think you might be right, you know, because... And also, it is shorter. There are five chapters in True Colours, and mm-hmm. and they are all shorter than the chapters in in uh, the first Life is Strange, and possibly the second. I can't quite you remember. You know, I was surprised to discover that this is a full-priced game as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, all the episodes... Also, it all releases in one. You don't have mm. to wait for any episodes, so it's like five things, so... But it is short. I mean, you could complete it in like eight or nine hours. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It's funny that that is considered short. Well, I well, yeah, it's true. It, for a narrative game, that's no, that's not really that short at all. It's no. a de- decent series of BBC programming television, isn't it? Really, eight Indeed. episodes, nine episodes. But um, but so the good news is the thing is, you know, if you're not if you've had your patience tested or you you just feel a bit tired of Life is Strange. Uh, I absolutely feel for you because that's where I was. But yeah. the good news is is that it is back and it is good again and it is okay. recognisably Life is Strange again and they do good. the powers and the powers are interesting and the, and crucially, the powers are actually implemented mechanically into the game because the power in, in Life is Strange 2 basically irrelevant. The little lad had telekinesis but the character that you play as that the older lad didn't so it was like, well, you actually, you have to tell him to move a log out the way. So you didn't really feel like it, it wasn't a, a terribly important part of the narrative. Important to the plot in some respects, but not, not, you didn't feel like it was that important to the actual sort of story or the characters. Whereas it's quite foregrounded in True Colours. The, the heroine, Alex, um, she can see people's emotions sort of crackling mm. around them like an aura. Um, <clears throat> and then sort of jump into their heads a bit as well it's not really very clearly defined it's like if you're feeling like a serious emotion she can sort of sense that yeah. but also sense the thoughts behind it <clears throat> so if you if you've just stubbed your toe on a coffee table <laughs> and you're really fucking pissed about it which you you know you should be because it's infuriating when that it's happens. horrible yeah, yeah, yeah um she can sense that but then she'll read your mind and it'll be like, ah, oh, I stubbed my fucking toe. Like, she'll sort of read that bit as well. So she gets a bit of info. It's got <clears> swears <throat> in it. Yeah, there are some swears, yeah. Brilliant. So now you will play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I was sort of reading uh, some some reviews of this and, and I think it's had a, a big effect on people. I think people really like Alex. I mean, she is prob- she's the best thing in it for me. Um, yeah. And people went really turbo on this, like, sort of full-on, like, you know, nines and tens, and people saying, oh, this is, like, the best one in the series and stuff. And I just, <clears throat> personally, for me, I thought, whoa there, you know. It, Calm this, down. This is good, and yes, it's good to have it back. Uh, it's not the best the series has been, though, for me, and it does have problems. It's got some quite silly plot contrivances in in this, in the sort of last act, which I won't go into. But it also does that annoying thing, which um, uh, which happens now and again, where she se- she gets new powers sort of as the plot sort of demands them, you know. Yeah. And it's like, 
Well, at least in the first game, Max just could rewind time a, set, a certain amount. And that was it, and that was all she could do. And that was played with in quite interesting ways and puzzles. Uh, but in this, it's like, yeah, uh, halfway through, it turns out, actually, she can uh, sort of drain people's emotions, almost as an act of kindness. So if they're overwhelmed with anger and grief, she can actually sort of drain the anger out and take it upon herself. So, Blimey. you know, and it's like, what? oh, okay, <clears throat> like, fair enough, that's another another thing that she does, and we just have to roll with that. But then, like, later on, right at the sort of conclusion of the story, there's a real sort of deus ex machina moment where it's just like she just develops this sudden ability which just solves the day, just sort of saves the day and and solves the mystery. And it's like, oh, well, you introduce that power in the final scene, so... Oh. Yeah, I just sort of feel a bit like, mm, okay, <laughs> um, convenient. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but these these are in 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 the whole, it, it didn't sort of ruin the experience. On the whole, I was happy to to sort of be in a fixed location for 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 the whole thing and sort of <clears throat> feel like I come come to know a cast of supporting characters and the sort of citizens of this little town um, through five episodes. You know, a decent plot. If, yeah. a bit, if, if a bit silly in points and a really likeable protagonist so I, I just sort of thought yeah this is good this fair play to deck nine they know how to do it um not quite phenomenal like a lot of and it, and by the way obviously it is life is strange so it is super earnest uh, irony free dialogue delivery i think and, i think that's one of the issues i have yeah with the series is that it's far too earnest and takes itself far too seriously yes yeah, it really does. It really like does. People, I don't know anyone who talks like that. No, no, I agree. No. And and there were moments. There was one moment where um, Alex sits down to play a song on the guitar. Uh, she's got a guitar, so oh she, yeah, she plays it periodically, and she plays um, "Creep" by Radiohead. And I'm sure it's supposed to be a quote-unquote moment. You know, it's supposed to be. Oh, this is really cool. But I just felt it was quite cringy, really. I was going to say, I feel like those moments in games in general make me sort of go a bit... Uh, uh, yeah, no, don't, don't think so. Uh, don't think so, really. Leave that to Tom York, if you must. Yeah. You know, like, I just... Oh, and then later on, some people are arguing, and it just plays Dido. Oh, really? Just, Dido? Bloody yeah. hell. Yeah. She's And back. it's actually... It, it reminded me of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like these people were arguing but she had like headphones on and it was like the video to Stan you know like she had the headphones right. on and the music was coming through and I thought bloody hell they've gone with Dido that's a bit that's a bit old school um, and Fine, at another point yeah. Kings of Leon as well I thought blimey this is like everyone's iPod in like 2006 but wow. um, there is also you know Angus and Julia Stone did a lot of the original soundtrack to it and it's got things people like Metronomy and I mean it's got a lot of other music in there it was just funny a few of the choices I just thought yeah, you know, bit cringy in parts, but ultimately good stuff. I had fun with it, and it is if you do like the series, I would say have a have a play because it it is nice again. It's it feels like the first Life is Strange game. To be honest, give with it you, a go, give it a go, give it a bloody good go. <laughs> yeah, give it a try. <laughs> yeah, it feels like without exact. No, I, don't, I think this is fair. It feels like the first Life is Strange game since 2017, since before the storm, because it's like okay, yeah. Life is Strange two didn't really feel like one. Captain Spirit was something else, and now we're back again. You know, 
Okay, good stuff. But hey-ho, hey-ho. Anyway, mm. in the meantime, yeah. in the meantime, mm. the big one yes. uh, is Deathloop. Yes. Arcane Studios' Deathloop, which every one of their mums are talking about. Uh, which is a... And for good reason. It's a bloody Can't good game. Can't shut my mum up about it. No. Phoning me constantly. Yeah, I'm just like, mum, leave it out, all right? Leave me alone, mum. We'll mom, have a catch-up on Sunday, but don't call yeah. me in the week just to talk about Deathloop. It's getting just tiresome. Just figure out your own loop, mate. Yeah, figure out... Yeah, you're on your loop, and I'm on mine, all yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Arcane Studios doing what Arcane Studios does and does very nicely. Um, yeah, building impressive, uh, sort of enclosed but sizable three D sandboxes, littering mm. them with clues and alternate strategies and vent shafts to crawl down. It back in the world of the the immersive sim, the sort of Looking Glass Studios and all of its merry subsidiaries. When originally it was Looking Glass, and then everyone who worked for Looking Glass sort of splintered outwards, right? So there was, like, people that went to Irrational Games and they made Bioshock and people that went to Ion Storm did Deus Ex and then the people mm. that went to um, Arcane and stuff, they made uh, Prey and, and uh, Dishonored. And so you sort of get that DNA. Talented. Some talented people. Absolutely. Some and there's, there are, there's a nice little in-joke about the door code being 0451, which is yeah. the sort of classic looking glass door code. And if you try it in Deathloop, there's a little, little achievement pops up. It's quite nice. Um, but yeah, this one, though, is uh, a little action. I mean, you can do it stealth, but it's... It, it's, it's fun going aggressive. It's, it's fun going fun. aggressive. And I mm. also feel like more than, de- uh, more than uh, Dishonored... Uh, it it does it does lean much more comfortably towards action. I mean, you can do action in Dishonored, but it's like, well, he's got a sword and a pistol, so it's not quite gung ho in Dishonored, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And then the other thing would be Prey, but again, Prey is a bit more like Bioshock. It's like it's slightly horror tinged, so you have to think about your your ammo, and you have to sort of be a bit there are more guns in it but i'd still say it's less of an action game this is sort of you can basically play this as just a first person shooter which yeah, is cool absolutely um you play as colt Vaughn, who awakes uh, on the beach of uh, black reef which mm-hmm. is a, an isle comprised of four main areas and he wakes with little memory and discovers a kind of groundhog day scenario where at the end of the day he wakes back up on the beach uh, or I believe if he dies, he wakes back up on the beach, I think, as well, yeah. Uh, both, both eventualities, yeah. If just, he dies just or like if, Bill the day, mm. if the day plays out, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, ba- he has to work out how to break the loop, first of all, uh, which entails the killing of eight key targets, who are the sort of upper crust, the elite of Black Reef. The who, visionaries. Uh, the visionaries, as they're called, who want to... Pr- well, they don't know that they're in a loop. Colt knows or starts to become aware that he's in a loop, and some of the visionaries, become, without going too much into it, there are... they were aware of th- that they're in a loop. They want to protect it. I think a small number of the visionaries are actually aware of the loop, uh, and the others mm. aren't, if, I've, if okay. I've understood that correctly. As well as Juliana, who is... Uh, uh, very much on Colt's case. The two have history. We don't know much about it to begin with, uh, which puts us on the same footing as Colt, um, which is kind of which is a good way of doing it because then as he learns more, we learn more, so we sort of yeah. feel a bit close to him. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. the aim of the game is to kill these eight visionaries, but you have to do it in a single day or a single loop, which means 
poking about the levels in reconnaissance mode, looking for information to try to find out, for example, uh, ah, well, two of the visionaries are eloping. Uh, they are canoodling, having an affair, and every lunchtime they meet at a specific location. So if you go there, you'll be able to get two in one. You yeah. know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that's the way it goes. You some some days you have to sack off or go back to specific areas at specific times, and the way that you figure all this out, it sounds like it would be incredibly difficult. But actually, it's Colt keeps a kind of corkboard style thing where he has all yeah. of his leads, sort of tapes them to the boards, and you just basically you just click the lead you want to follow, and it'll tell you where to go, and then you route around in that area uh, mm-hmm. to try and find out more about them, and then eventually. It culminates in one almighty yep. loop where you kill um, all eight. But, um, yeah. So, Rich, thoughts? Death loop. Did you like it? I absolutely adored it. Mm. And I don't use the word adored very often, if ever. No. But, yeah, I, I thought it was amazing. I, I really, really love it. It's one of those games where, when you're not playing it, you're thinking about it and you're going, maybe if I do this and then this, and I, if I find that code, I could open that door... And I could sabotage that, mm. and, like, and the, or I'm like, how do you get into this area? Like, I need to find an entry point because mm. everything's there's always an alternate route, but they're not always easy to discover. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just love it. It's just a big, big puzzle box, and it's just great fun to <laughs> figure it all out. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Uh, and I love I... the weapons and the the slabs, the supernatural abilities. Yeah, the the the, the weapons are cool. There's not there there aren't many weapons, but then I suppose the payoff of that is that they're all quite different from one another. They're yeah, all, the, there's there's know. about there's about what five weapons, but they've each got three tiers of rarity. So you want to get the best version. Yeah, you want to get the sort of rare one, and you can sort of encrust them with you know trinkets and like little upgrades. To, yeah, you know, reduce their recoil and whatnot. So they're all. They're all, you know, different from each other in, in, in quite a nice way. I do have to admit, uh, I did settle on a kind of loadout of three weapons that I kind of uh, stuck with for most of the game. Yeah. yeah I yeah, found so a, I. a purple tier shotgun. Ooh. I think I had a purple tier sort of silence pistol for stealthy bits. Mm. Then I had a long range, that one shot. Rapier. Oh, yeah, the uh, rapier. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a really nice... That was a little uh, beauty. Really nice and weapon, that. I'd keep shift locked to one of the slab slots because I'm mm. like, well, you got to have that. It's like your little blink for getting around fast, teleporting to yes, higher yeah. places quite easily or getting out of danger quickly when you need to. Mm. Great for and traversal, for working out oh, little nooks and yeah. crannies up high, you know, to sneak into I'd say it's a definite requirement. I had that, like the double jump as well, mm-hmm. coupled with that. Mm. And then um, I'd sort of switch between Havoc and Carnesis. Um, oh, didn't really use Nexus that much. I used it pretty much all the time. Yeah, I had a really good time with Nexus. So I would, okay. um, yeah, and I think this is why Deathloop's quite interesting. I mean, what you could criticize, so every single slab is just another, it's just the, they're all powers from Dishonored. So you could yeah. argue that there's some reusing there. It's not wholly original, but uh, they're also really, really good because they're really, really good in Dishonored and they lend themselves quite well to action. Um yeah, I did not always have shift. I had shift, and it was very nice when I had shift. But for some runs, uh, I really liked ether, uh, which turns you invisible. Yes. And I had uh, a very nice upgrade for ether, where the power bar would not deplete if I was standing still. Oh, oh yes, yeah, I got that one. Absolutely, yeah. completely bonkers, and sort of unlocks the game to to just mayhem because. 
I'd just be standing in plain sight, invisible, just hacking turrets and turning them against people and just watching the show. Um, I love that. Yeah, I, was... I dispatched um, a couple of targets with hacked turrets. Yeah. Very yeah. handy. Yeah. Oh, endlessly satisfying. I mean, yeah. even right back to sort of Bioshock, you know. it's uh... That's exactly what I was thinking. Those, yeah. Um, yeah, the turrets you hack, it's, it's yeah. like that. Well, yeah. it's a classic looking glass thing. I mean, it's, you know. It was there in Bioshock, it was there in Prey, and it was there in System Shock, actually. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, yes, and and also I had uh, Nexus was good, which is uh, in Dishonored 2, it was called Domino, which is mm-hmm. where you uh, sort of tie people's fates together. So if you, you can link, a, and, and you can upgrade it so you can link more people, but it's, so if you link four people together, for instance, and then shoot one of them in the head, all four will drop down dead. So you can yeah. you can dispatch really large numbers of people very, very quickly indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and we should also say uh, more stuff on why Deathloop is brilliant. Uh, the art direction is quite something uh, indeed. Yeah. Um, it's very, very interesting. It's there's there's an awful lot of stuff. If you're a fan of sort of spy-fi verging on spoofy stuff, there's a lot of kind of soul bass in there. There's a lot of Frank Lloyd Wright. I thought, um, obviously Ken Adam, the sort of production designer from Bond. But it's one of those games where you can just envision seeing you know quadrants of screenshots on Twitter for a very long time. Mm. Indeed, shots yeah. of shelves that have vinyl on them, sort of coffee tables, very chic modernist yeah. interior decor from the 1960s like um, i love um is it is it in frank spicer's apartment the big red kind of head. wood burner oh that yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah glorious that's, that's awesome that's such yeah, a cool yeah. environment i did like that a lot and also like there was like a big huge head with a chunk cut out yeah. of it with a tray of drinks on it which i thought was fantastic mm. as well very very good for that sort of thing if you want to ogle the environments and just kind of sort of soak up the texture it sort of um, reminded me of like we happy few but yes done far better yeah it, wa- <laughs> argue, it was yeah. it was like it's got that sort of swinging 60s quite british as well yeah um, like a like a kind of um you know uh i got sort a real Beatles sort of like era Beatles era like brighton in the 60s mm. or something mm-hmm. like that like it's a real sort of taste palette of that time um mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and also the multiplayer is very fun indeed because you can play as Juliana and yeah. try to protect the loop uh, while Colt is trying to break it. And uh, in in game terms, that means invading other people's games while they're trying to do stuff as Juliana and hunting yeah. them down. And we did that, and I battered you, didn't I? Yeah, I um, ugh, I, I have no uh, defence. I don't know what. <laughs> Well, I just, I just lost it. It was quite fun. Juliana has an ability called Masquerade, where you can swap physical forms with an NPC, which yeah. led to a, a tremendously satisfying moment where Rich attacked an NPC and then gloated and said, "Ah, I got you." Only then I was well, because it because it had turned to Juliana. I was mm. like, "Oh, brilliant!" Oh, that, I was like, "They went down easy." That's the trap. That's the trap I baited him with. And little yeah. did he know, I was crouched over with a rapier, and I absolutely exploded his skull. Can't uh, believe it. It was it was quite something. Um, that's just when, that's when <laughs> I was going to say when I tried, I didn't realise that masquerade you actually have to point at the NPC you want to be. You can't just <laughs> yeah, change yeah. to an NPC willy nilly. No. By the time I figured that-, that out, you were already on me. <laughs> And I was, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah we, we had a few. We had sort of three or four. There's one where Rich was invading me. You did mm. kill me one time, and it was when I was invading you, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, which so is I cool. I'm going to get that trophy where uh, 
I kill you as Juliana. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And we should say as well, like, while you're playing the game, you can just... You can turn it off if you want to. Um, yeah. And in fact, you might want to, to be honest, uh, at certain times. But um, you can leave it open so that your game is free to be invaded by random people at when you know as Juliana whenever. Well, you will get a random kind of AI Juliana dropping in. You, but she's that, not yes, yeah, that, that difficult also. to take care of. She no. usually just runs at you. <laughs> yeah, this is true. And actually... <laughs> can be very very useful because i got an early grab at getting ether when she invaded my game because she had it and i killed her and i got it like before and if you, know, if you have all the slabs she'll always drop you an upgrade as well yeah if you pick up the handy. same slab twice you get sort of cool upgrades for it when you take it back to base um and of course we should you also in, in, you can imbue certain items with residuum which will mm-hmm. make that item survive the day's resetting. So, yeah. to be honest, it's 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 very light on the roguelite aspects of it. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, to the point where at the end, there's pretty much no cost. I mean, if you've just imbued everything you want to imbue within your single loadout, it's, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. You've sort of got nothing to... Um, well, there's a point where you can just absorb residium from objects and... Mm. You know, um, if you take out Juliana, she's quite a nice chunk of residium. Big old chunk. To yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a sort absorb. of Dark Souls style touch where when you die, you have to go back to where you died to suck up your old residuum. And so you can do, yeah. you can do that, otherwise you'll lose it sort of thing. Um, and my other, my other praise was that it's probably the best, I think I said this to you, it's probably the best like third party use of the dual sense that I've yeah. that I've played like it's it's used really well like the guns feel excellent in the hands yeah. um do you know what though it's it's not sort of used to the point where it feels obtrusive no it's not like like when you play like Astro's Playroom like the whole point of that was like we're going to show you the dual yeah. sense like it's and and I don't think any game since Astro's Playroom has explored it in that in that like in the sort of breadth of all it can do like you know the difference between walking on cart on grass versus walking on stone right yeah and then the difference between rain and hail I mean that game uses <laughs> everything and it was really a sort of th- but with Deathloop it's kind of like it does what it does and the best thing about it is that you don't. It kind of melts into the experience. You just think to yourself, "Oh man, that nail gun is so satisfying to use," yeah. without necessarily like thinking, like as Colt sort of sprinkles the nails into the chamber, it sort of tinkles <clears throat> through the haptics, and then the in the trigger, it's got like a really nice gassy sort of like pop when you fire it off. But well, it they just use kind the of... speaker. They they use the little speaker as well on the controller really <laughs> yeah, they well. They do. They do. Yeah. And actually, as, as Astro's kind of demonstrated, that can be a really good thing because when you combine the sound with the haptics and everything else, mm-hmm. it, just, it creates like another little layer of texture. Yeah. Which is, it can be really nice. And also, Juliana sort of comes through the speaker and, and taunts you. She sort of speaks to you through the controller. It's Colt. She comes yeah. through Colt's radio, but it sort of comes through the controller. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a perfect game. I'd, I mean, I'm, I'm uh, listen, you know, I'm not going to be the, the misery boots to go, oh, Deathloop's overrated, <laughs> you know, and sort of naysay for the point of naysaying. But um, I... I, I <laughs> For me, there are uh, some problems with it that I, I'm not going to say it's overrated because it is fantastic. Yeah. And I think the people that point out that it's fantastic um, are absolutely right. But it's not It's not perfect. It's, you know, it's got the same problems that, that a lot of arcane games have, in my opinion. Um, I really 
didn't really care for the actual sort of plot. I cared about Colt and Juliana because I thought they were mm. characterised really well. And but the actual mythology of the world, anything when stuff lives in like audio logs and <clears throat> even less than audio logs, like transcripts and diary entries and stuff. It's the same thing in Dishonored. I sort of didn't really feel a completely clear picture of the world. And I'm sure there are people That's, shouting, you know, oh, are you it's sort of funny you say that. Sort of read all the stuff, you know. Well, it's funny you say that because I did feel compelled to read all of the stuff because more than any other game, I'd argue, those notes and audio logs and stuff feel really important because they, really? Could, cause they could have a little clue, they could have some little secret. Yeah, because usually they're quite throwaway, aren't they? Those sort of things. I think and if so. You're yeah, trying to, I, I if think you're trying so. to deliver law that way, it's not a great way of doing it. Yeah, that's true. Although I, I found that the the sort of his his cork board, his kind of lead board, um, sort of took a lot of that away. To be honest, I mean, in fact, there were there were points where I would just um, bring up a note, um, not bother read it, and just press circle to get rid of it, and then the pertinent information would be stuck to the board, and Colt would go, "Ah, oh, she's going to be at so and so at so and so." Like he'd just pass the note for me. Right. Okay. So I sort of didn't feel that compelled, but I could totally understand if you did, and fair enough to you if you did. Um, also, the um, minor point, but something that I think is often missed out, and it, it's kind of made clear when you see really, really good examples of it, um, the AI isn't very good in the enemies in Deathloop. They are very, very silly indeed. They don't use cover well, they don't flank you, they are sitting ducks, <laughs> um, which it, it works in Dishonor. If you've got something that leans far more to being a kind of a slower-paced yeah. experience, it's like, oh, okay, you, you know, they're, they're so, they are dumb, because if they're too smart, you can ruin stealth experiences, you know, uh, they have to be sort of creatively dumb, but when it, when it comes to all-out shooting, it's funny. I mean, they're like geese to the slaughter. It's bonkers. You can even sometimes in sort of plain sight, I'm just shooting a fella in the head with an unsilenced weapon, and his comrade is just looking the other way and just sort of investigating. Yeah. By it. and it's like it, uh, in and amongst all of the amazing stuff that Deathloop is doing, there are some things where the dust settles and you go, oh, okay, actually, yeah, that that's that's not great. Like it's not a, it's not a perfect game. Yeah, but, it's funny because you know. I, I would say that the dumb AI enhanced my experience because it was fun to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I did have one target. I will admit there was one instance where one of the actual visionaries yeah. was trying to run away and they were just running stuck on a rock in place so I could just shoot them in the head over and over Yeah, you no like that. That's, that's a Rich Walker joint, but fish like, in a barrel. I feel, exactly. I feel like I cheesed it, you know. It's like, oh, brilliant. Thank and you. listen, who doesn't love a nice stinky bit of cheese? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I, I know what you mean about the AI. I did think that occasionally I'd be like, wow, that's stupid, but also <laughs> so fun to kill. Kicking yeah, them yeah, off the edges fun. of stuff as well. Can I just say the kick is is great? Yeah, the kick's good. You can bloody well melee people off the uh, off the off the cliffs and such, which yeah. is uh, which is good stuff. But mm-hmm. yes, anyway, we are running over, and we need to talk news because we've got some big time news to talk about. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now life is coming to you, coming to you a week hot off the press, <laughs> baby. After it's happened, <laughs> we will go through. We'll go through the Sony conference. Uh, fairly sharpish because I suppose we'll presume that most people know that it was bonkers. I was going to say, unless you're a person who listens to the Video Gamer podcast but hates games. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's been totally oblivious. All right, right. you have a jingle in the meantime. Yeah, have one of them. Stick that in your ears. I like a fat cat. I like a fat cat. Is it fat? 
Is it a cat? Chonky cat. I like a fat cat. I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it a cat? Chonky cat. The bigger the better. The PlayStation Showcase was a thing that happened a couple of days after last week's pod, and we got news about some stuff. Uh, Insomniac are doing Spider-Man 2 to the surprise of no one. Although I was surprised that it was revealed this soon. I didn't. I didn't think we would hear yeah. about Spider-Man Two for some time. I've but I mean, the the problem is that mm. date at the end, twenty twenty three. Just just keep it under wraps. Then you've got blooming Wolverine as well. Mm. You could have just left it at Wolverine. Yeah. The uh, the other thing from the showcase was Insomniac Games are also doing. Uh, Marvel's Wolverine, which is said to be a full size. Someone asked uh, the creative director Brian Horton on Twitter yeah. um, if it was going to be a sort of because it's the team doing Wolverine is the same team doing Spider-Man Miles Morales, and they said, "Is it going to be a sort of Miles Morales style length?" And he said, "No, it's going to be full size with a mature tone, which is interesting." Um, I like that. Holding like out that. hope for a little cheeky Peggy 16. Let's get some knifing going on. Peggy 18, surely. Well, I don't think they're going to go that... Holding out realistic hope for a Peggy 16. But yes, obviously, mm. ideally, a Peggy 18 would be bonkers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Wolverine looks good. They, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it, Insomniac. It's fucking mental. They're, they're just machines. I mean, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And then they must have they must have had Spider Man two and Wolverine on the go as well. Yeah, yeah. Plus it, Miles Morales came out relatively close to Ratchet. You got you got you got Spider Man twenty eighteen. You got uh-huh. Spider Man remastered for the PS five. You got Ratchet and Clank. You got Miles Morales. Now you got Spider Man two, and you got Wolverine coming as well. I mean, they're, they're, that's ludicrous. They're sort of yeah, mm. um, very very exciting times. I couldn't believe when the when the Wolverine, uh, and that, that was a I, genuine shock. That, yeah, yeah, because he's absolutely... probably my favourite Marvel character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I thought he was for you, actually. <laughs> yeah, mm. um, yeah, big fan. And yeah. fair enough. I, it, yeah, it, I'm obviously really excited for it. And Spider-Man Two has Venom in it, and by the sounds of it, Craven the Hunter, and. Mm. It obviously it just looks really really cool. Tony Todd is voicing Venom, which is just so perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's um, good stuff. Super super pumped for that. God of War Ragnarok. Also, we got a big look at it, and it looks really good as well. Yes. Um, it's yeah. The the slate of releases they've got on the horizons is just bonkers. Um, mm. But yeah, God of War Ragnarok looks looks very very cool. Obviously, you know more God of War. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, if, I, I loved that game. If you, know. if you know, if you loved the 2018 God of War specifically I as did. well, then you know this is this is for you, mm-hmm. um, including Thor, who's who's turned up, and well. Tyr, mm. giant Tyr, the uh, God of War God in of Norse War. mythology. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, shows yeah. up. So that's good. Yeah, uh, and yeah, there were there were other things. Those were the sort of top notes. But you know, yes. Check out the uh, the conference news on videogamer.com for the uh, for the deets. Looks good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I tell you what, right? This next piece of news, on the surface of it, I was like, I heard it and I thought, oh, okay, fair enough. But then when I thought about it, I thought, ooh. And I sort of, I'm going to propose to you a what if scenario. You could probably guess what it is. Go uh, on. PlayStation Studios has acquired Fire Sprite. Yeah. 
which are that that is the studio that did uh, the Playroom VR when PSVR first launched. If anyone remembers that, which which by the way was supposed to be really good, but which completely passed me by because I wasn't into yeah. VR then. So I just thought, all oh, right, yeah, I'm sure that was. But apparently, meant to be really really good. The Playroom. Uh, mm. They have been acquired by PlayStation Studios. Uh, And the news was announced. uh, Herman Holst said on the PlayStation blog, quote, Fire Sprite is a creative and ambitious studio that is exceptional at building incredible experiences that showcase the potential of our hardware. Uh, The team's creative and technical capabilities will be paramount to growing our stellar catalogue of exclusive games. And I think you'll be excited by what's to come. Rich, you probably knew. I didn't know. Fire Sprite is comprised of former Studio Liverpool developers. Yeah, formerly Psygnosis mm-hmm. of Wipeout fame. Well, there you go. Yes. My question, what if... Obviously, VR is, yeah. a, is, a, is a big thing, but let's put that to one side just for a moment. What if the Fire Sprite acquisition results in a new Wipeout? How over the moon would we be? I would be I'm, very I, over the moon. Yeah. The moon would be quite far below me. I, I would love to see <clears throat> a new Wipeout with, like... I don't know, some sort of career mode where you can build your own craft mm. and your team or something mm. to compete yeah, with yeah. Fizar and all those lads. Yeah, yes. I think that'd be really fun. And I can see it being, if they want it to be, um, a kind of test, well, not so much a test, but a kind of uh, a killer app uh, for the PlayStation 5's PSVR. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they did um, a VR mode for... Omega Collection, didn't they? Exactly. So, and yeah. the, the, the same studio did the Playroom, which was quite well received, Playroom VR. So mm. if they do a new Wipeout, and this is all conjecture, people, by the way. This is me going bloody bonkers. I've not, I've not heard yep. anything on the grapevine. But if they do, I'm going to be going mental. Um, <laughs> and playing it in VR excites me greatly because Wipeout is a series that is very dear to my heart indeed. Um, yes, mine too. So, you know, fingers crossed. Another series which is very close to my heart... Uh, there's a new Brothers in Arms games in the works. Yeah, this was a bit of a shock. Can't believe it. Can't yeah. bloody believe it. I love Brothers in Arms. Um, information comes from comments made by Randy Pitchford in the AIAS Game Makers podcast. The, um, the remarks were actually made in April, apparently, uh, but only recently uploaded to the podcast's uh, YouTube channel. And speaking oh. on that podcast, Pitchford uh, mentions uh, how... Well, he was asked about... Aliens, Colonial Marines, which is, you know, which was famously a, a, a well, a disaster, it's basically. Probably a bit right? of a sore spot, yeah. yeah exactly, exactly. Mm. And Pitchford said he felt that Colonial Marines was announced too early. He said Fox and Sega were, were a little overzealous. And then he said, right. uh, conversely, Borderlands 3 wasn't announced until it was already in a beta state. Um, anyway, so he said, quote, and it sucks because I know there's a lot of people... We're, we're working on another Brothers in Arms game right now, but I'm not saying shit until we have it, you know? And we, <laughs> we have used fans. To just have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although, and this was back in April, but not put up until yeah. recently. He said, and we have fans that really love that, and they're just going to have to wait. And I suppose, yeah, now it's let slip, but I suppose what he meant was, was a reveal. Yeah, okay. Well, that's fair enough. Like, but, you teasing know. it and saying it's happening, that's one thing. Mm. Doing a sort of teaser trailer and then see you next year mm. that's a bit of a 
mm, the ones that annoy me the most are the logo. You just get the logo, and then they're like, we'll see yeah. you in six years. What's that, Metroid like, Prime 4? Is that yeah. what you're uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> referring well, to and, Well, and uh, is it Dragon Age everyone's going on about all the time? Oh, jeez, yeah, but Dragon Age 4, it just gets boring after a while. Well, this is it. Just every little rumour and little piece of concept art, it's like, oh, piss off. And is it is that progressed beyond the logo stage, Dragon Age 4? Have we actually had... I think I think there's been a teaser trailer and, it, yeah, just every bit of concept art <laughs> is a cause for everyone to get excited and write a new story. And I, it yeah. just bores me, that. Fair just, enough. Just, I want something more tangible yeah well just at that point look not you shouldn't be in the news cycle for two years it's just not no. healthy that's even one year you're pushing your luck i mean t- t- <laughs> one ten... year is fair enough i mean that's that's the normal way the, of things but... the, well the sweet spot is like like nintendo are unbelievable it's like six to ten months it's like you mm-hmm. hear about something and then it's like but yeah like yeah we well, just I, you just run the risk of making people feel you know, weary of your mm. game before it's yeah. even out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Dead Space uh, yeah. people recently did a new... There was a news thing in the week where the people that are doing the Dead Space remake put out a statement that said, that's all you're going to hear from us for a while. We've got to get our heads down. Uh, see, that's Cause fine. Yeah, because they were doing these sort of developer log video diaries and it was like, you know, it's not out for a little while. So they're just like, right, we're going to sort of crack on with it. But yeah, no, I, I agree, man. I, but hopefully we'll hear something on Brothers in Arms. Maybe... Uh, Maybe next year or something. I, I, I should know. caveat my whinges with the fact that I've been doing this for 13 years, I think, and maybe I'm a tad jaded <laughs> and I've seen it a lot. <laughs> well, even so, yeah, someone who hasn't been me. doing it for 13 years, you know, it didn't do cyberpunk any good, you know. It didn't do... Yeah. Hype very rarely does anyone any good. It makes a lot of money, but doesn't yeah. always actually do the end product any good. But hey-ho, there you go. Um <laughs> Elsewhere in big news land, Call of Duty uh, 2022's instalment is rumoured to be Modern Warfare 2. And this is all getting very confusing indeed. Uh, Was the original called Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare 2? No, it was still... uh, So it started as Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, Uh then it was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Oh, there was no number on that one? No, no, no uh, Call of Duty 4. They ditched the the 4. So yeah, I think four okay. was actually the last numbered instalment. Oh blimey! Oh okay. Well, in that case, if this new one is is called Modern Warfare Two, it will be slightly more confusing than Call of Duty Modern Warfare because at least then, if it had the number four in it, you knew what people were talking about. But now, this one might just be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two again, except it's yeah. the sequel to Call of Duty Modern Warfare, not Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare. Anyway, um, is it <laughs> silly? It's so it, yeah, it's daft. It's, yeah, uh, according to insider Tom Henderson, uh, who spotted the code name Project Cortez from the recent Nvidia GeForce Now leak. Uh, this is mm-hmm. as per VGC, uh, whose own sources backed up the claim to say that the sequel's campaign will see U.S. forces fighting Colombian drug cartels. Uh, the claims were also corroborated by yeah. By, it was corroborated by uh, several other sources, including to Eurogamer. The link between the name Project Cortez and the game's alleged plot uh, is that both are apparently references to the movie Clear and Present Danger, starring Harrison Ford. In that film, Ford's Jack Ryan takes on drug lord Colonel Felix Cortez. Uh, yeah. So development on the game's campaign will apparently be led by Infinity Ward, uh, who did Modern Warfare. Sounds a bit different. Sounds a bit cool. 
Yeah, interesting. I mean, we've not even had uh, this year's one yet, though, so let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, what's going <laughs> yeah, What have we got this year? Is it, oh, it's Vanguard. Vanguard, Vanguard yeah. World War Two again. Yeah, which I am up for. I mean, I you know, yeah. I really liked World War Two. I thought it was cool. Um, <laughs> not not, many not the event. Yeah. I could have could could have done without the event itself, but just yeah. you know, the game by Sledgehammer Games. I thought I thought it was good. Mm. Sledgehammer are good, aren't they? Yeah, they are. It's I'll uh, I'll take lovely. I'll take anything they uh, have to give. Bloody lovely. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, here's one for you. I'm sure you'll be actually. Oh, I'm going to end on this because this is the best news of the week, and I know you're going to be over the moon. Uh, Driver to return as a live action TV series. Oh no. <laughs> No, no. Oh, brilliant. Right, get this, because you're not ready for the second half of it. I think this is genius. A live act- so a live action TV this series. This is the right? first I've heard of this, by the way. Excellent. This is Rich's live reaction. Yeah. Loving it. Um, on a new gaming-focused streaming platform. It's called... What? It's called Binge. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Binge. Uh, yeah. Ubisoft has announced the Driver series uh, is to make a comeback. It's coming to binge. First I've heard of it. Um, <laughs> binge. <laughs> oh, you've been watching binge. Oh, you got binge. <laughs> binge and chill. Yeah. Uh, as per I'm the sorry, it rhymes. It rhymes with minge. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> oh God. Oh dear. It's an upcoming streaming platform showcasing original series and shows created for gaming fans. The uh, the Driver series will be among the first of the new platform's offerings, uh, which seemingly won't require a subscription. Which sounds, I don't know how this is going to work, but hey. Um, yeah, the series will follow the game's protagonist, John Tanner, classic. Yeah, uh, I'm he's just, be played by. Yeah, well, we've got no news on casting yet, so you, you need to you need to calm down. When we get casting, I'll update you. Do you know, but, do you know um, who it's going to be? It's going to be someone like Scott Eastwood. Mm, yeah, it? that's actually you know spot I mean? on, basically. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly who it'll be. You heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, quote, an ex-race car driver turned undercover agent whose mission is to take down the local crime syndicate. So it's not national, it's just local. Wherever Tanner's based, okay. just a local mob. Brilliant. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, just I, keep like, it low-key. Tanner, we've got a, a mystery in Las Vegas. No. No. Local. I'm based I'm in Maryland. Detective. Try again. Yeah. <laughs> he refuses yeah. to go outside Sod the off. state. Yeah. Good, uh, good. But yeah, so, you know, Driver, it's coming to binge. You look forward to that, obviously. Well, this means there's going to be other... This is a Ubisoft platform. There's going to be other mm. Ubisoft well, presumably TV it's shows. Where, it's where Ubisoft will pipe out their Splinter Cell thing as well, or whatever the, oh. the other thing they're doing. Are they do, they're doing other stuff. They're doing a Division one, aren't they? Or a Watch Dogs? Uh, yeah, probably. Who knows? I just... I, oh, I don't... I, no one... Did anyone ask for this? <laughs> Did, did they? Imagine I mean, like, <laughs> I'd love a new driver game. Well, I'll tell you what, yeah. we'll do your next best thing. You can have a yeah. TV show. I'd love a new Splinter Cell. Ah, would you? Well, what about a telly series? What about an anime? Don't forget, yeah. it's an anime as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. Thanks. Yeah, wicked. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Don't need the games. Who needs games when you've got animes? Who needs games when you've got binge? Let, let's just forget video games altogether yeah. and just let's let's just watch binge we don't need video games anymore just get binging right it's quiz time brace yourselves people ok 
Okay, all right, well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and yep. I have, as ever, backup clues. It's time for the quiz and we're joined by Matt from Upstairs. Hello Matt from Upstairs, how are you? I'm good, I am ready to rumble. Excellent. Into the ring, again. Ooh. Into the ring. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, he's, like he's, 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 you know, uh, that, something. You're right, Rich. He's, he's, got, he's got good energy. Rich's banter is at an all-time low at the moment. Are you, are you trying to think of the word enthusiastic? That's the one. Like, how Thank long has it been since you were enthusiastic he's, that you're like... He's chipper. What's that, that feeling? I don't mm. recognise it. Chipper, chipper, he's chipper. That's or what keen. I was trying to say. You could have said keen. Keen's keen, good, yeah. Keen, keen's chipper. Good oh, he's a bit keen, it, isn't he? Yeah. Keen's yeah, yeah. weirdly an insult, isn't it? It doesn't sound like one, but you're like, ah, he's a bit keen. Is it? I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. If you say someone's a bit keen, it's never good, Too is it? Keen. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Or if they're like the band keen, that's even worse. Bed shaped. No one wants to be like that. Yeah, no, no, one, wants, no one wants to be bed shaped. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, here we go. Clue number one. I am capable of travelling around the world despite my enormous size. Is this a clue or is that you stating a fact? That's just me, that's just how I've been doing this week. Stop. (laughs) Matt Lorigan. Is it the moon from Wolfenstein? Uh, Incorrect. I must not be aware of that. Oh, yeah, I suppose it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. No, incorrect, though. Uh, Rich Walker. is it mm. the Katamari from Katamari? Oh, nice. <laughs> it's not a place, though, is it? big. It's big. You can travel around the world. It's not really a setting, but... Well, it's... No, it's not, is it? Stop. Uh, Matt Lorigan. Is it Columbia from Bioshock Infinite? Incorrect. Okay. <clears throat> Clue number two. Uh, despite the visitors I get every year... Almost no one ever leaves. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Clue number hmm. three. Uh, I was built as a holiday destination for the rich, uh, but no one knows who built me. Huh. Uh, huh. Okay. Well, now I. Yeah. Now I'm stumped. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Clue number four. Uh, some have theorised that time works differently here. Hmm. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it Black Reef from Deathloop? Are you bang up to the minute with your <laughs> quiz. Incorrect. <clears throat> Clue number five. Hmm. Uh, you could say uh, that I have an insatiable appetite. Stop. <sighs> Matt Lorigan. Is it the oldest house from Control? Incorrect. We've had that, haven't we? I think we've had that one. Yeah, I think so as well. Sometimes mm. you just got to say something that's in your head. Like, I think we've had Columbia as well. Yeah. Uh, hmm, Clue number six. Uh, I am not a great... Though I am a holiday destination, uh, I'm not a great place for children. <laughs> hmm. Oh, dear. Clue um, number seven. No. Uh, my first appearance in a video game was in 2017. Oh. And my most oh. recent appearance in a video game 
was 2020. Oh, wow. This is going to um, bug me. Okay. Um, I, I think we might need a wee bit of space. <laughs> clue number eight. Oh, eight. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got a widespread for you lads this week. Mm. Clue number eight. Uh, not ideal for people who are likely to get seasick. Oh. It's a big bone. Oh, no. This sounds familiar. Oh. No. This sounds really familiar. Oh, God, this is going to bug me. It's sort of... I feel like it's in there somewhere. Hmm. Right, I'll go through the clues again for you. Um, don't really spice have much spice. Spice them. You know, got a lot of... Tabasco. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Give me. Okay, here we go. Uh, I was built as a holiday destination for the rich, uh, but no one knows who built me. Right. Clue number two. Uh, capable of travelling around the world, despite my enormous size... Okay. Clue number three. Despite the visitors I get every year, almost no one ever leaves. Clue number four. Mm. I am not a great place for children. Clue number five. You could say that I have an insatiable appetite. Clue number six. Not ideal for people who get seasick. Clue number seven. Some have theorised that time works differently here. And number eight, my first appearance in a video game was 2017, and my most recent appearance was 2020. See, see, uh, that's, uh, yeah, I just don't have a clue. No, I'm... I'm picturing a giant boat, and I'm just like, this doesn't makes sense and like I have some ideas but none of them fit with the date hmm. 2017 and 2020 so either it's been remastered or there's a sequel yeah unless yeah is it a, is it a new franchise or is it an old franchise that's had two recent games but I can't think of anything big in my head that's no 2017 and 2020 unless it arrived as like DLC in something yeah I don't know give yeah, me some extra spice it's uh, please it's not big. In fact, you could say it's the opposite of big. Get what as a game? It's a small game. No, the thing that we're looking for. Oh, the, lo- the location. But you well, said it's mass, despite its massive size, it can go around the world. Yeah, the 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 the, the game. What? <laughs> the game no, isn't big. <laughs> No, I get that, but I'm talking about the location. You said it's massive in size, but it's location it can go is the world. big. Location is big. Game yes. isn't big. Right. Okay. So, like a 2017 indie game that had something. In or fact, like a... you could say that it's the opposite of big. Oh, oh, stop! Stop! Rich Walker. It's Little Big Planet, isn't it? It's the something from Little. No, hold on. Little Not nightmares, suitable for children. Little nightmares. Oh, kids. the more! Oh, god, yeah, the more from Little Nightmare. Stop. Stop. Matt Lorigan. Is it the more from Little? 
And this week's winner, I think I said stop before, Matt. is Matt Lorigan. I think well I said done. stop before, this Matt. This is a day that I will live I long in Rich's memory because of failure Matt. to grasp the fundamentals of the game. This is bullshit. I, of course, am incredibly sure satisfied. I said stop before, Matt did. You said uh, stop once, and your guess was Little Big Planet. You never said stop a second time, and the recording absolutely will I bear did. that out, well, and we'll I see. will laugh. You are going to get torn to shreds on Twitter, mate. You are uh, going to get Rich, absolutely you, Rich, done. You said you said stop quite a bit after me in my ears. No, I say, well, not uh, in my ears. We'll see, <laughs> we'll see. But you know, this week's winner, I'm afraid, in, improper, improper understanding of the fundamentals. You're, yeah, you're in, uh, yeah, you're in deep I, shit, Josh. I, I, bait, I baited gonna... you there, Rich, with with the the little nightmares. <laughs> Look, I, I just got, hope got you to... to say the answer. Swooped. I just hope you two are ready for the, the Twitter backlash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, well, they'll, they'll see it in the recording. Unless there's some yeah. sort of, you know, yeah, uh, audio, not, audio not, glitch on Discord whereby me and Matt didn't yeah. hear you say stop a second time. I mean, it'll but you know, That's the good, good news is yeah. the audio glitch won't matter because it will be on the recording if you're right. So, <laughs> <you know. laughs> okay, well, but we'll, there see. You go. we'll see. Uh, yeah, so this one, uh, I'm going to give it to Matt. Give, give it to Matt now. Again, Matt. And uh, but you know if producer Dan, well, Rich, listen, you should be you should be forensically calm right now. You should be absolutely calm and self-assured. Oh, because because yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right, we'll unless see. of course you're not so sure, and unless the anger well, is the, coming from see, a place there of could uncertainty. Be, there could be some conspiracy where you get Dan to change the. <laughs> oh yeah, Dan. Dan, if you are listening, could you just sort it out so that I won this? That'd be great. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I did anyway. But if there'll, you can be make no, it crystal there'll be no clear. conspiracy. Dan, Dan will have the timestamps. He'll have the recording, and he'll be able to. Uh, right. You know. Well, I look forward to seeing. Yeah. The outcome. But, oh, listening, but Rich. You can't see this. Of this in controversy. The meantime, in the meantime, the winner was Matt from upstairs, and, and if I'm proven wrong. Then fair enough, but you know, I heard what I heard, and that's how I'm going to call it. But you yeah. know, we shall see. Anyway, Co- thank you very much. Corrupt. corrupt. <laughs> thank, you very much. <laughs> thank you very much to Matt from upstairs. <laughs> well done for winning the quiz with a superior grasp of fundamentals. Ah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we shall look forward to hearing from you uh, next week, sir. See you guys. Good, good game, Rich. Good game. Uh, Cheers. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> bye. See you later. Bye. bye. You are back once again as the Doomslayer. Yeah. He's got redesigned armor. Yeah. It's still green. So you've got your arm blade. Get stabby. You've got like your rocket launcher. I like it. Um, you've got a flamethrower cannon thing. <laughs> you've got your super shotguns meat hook. Yeah. You've got your blood punch. It's just like a big swing punch. Then you've got the. Spout armor, spout health, spout armor, spout ammo. Is it hell? Killing demons. Is it heaven? Damage demons. Horrible demons. Doom, 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 doom. Questions, theories, comments, and queries, and some quandaries. Who bloody knows? You send a minimal we'll talk about them. We got a bloody Next load. Week. Uh, yeah, Next well, week there might be a little tepid take corner. A tepid take corner. Send in your Please, tepid don't takes. Don't forget that. Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Tepid takes. Got a couple from Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, one of these is is, is uh, a couple of weeks old, but it's still valid. It's still bloody valid. And he knows good, he good, goes good. on the backlog, and he knows I'll get to him eventually. Yeah. Uh, anyone else miffed that Lost Judgment has so much day one DLC? Like a like a fighting style that is clearly just ripped out of the game and being sold back to us? And then he says, stuff like the, the Kato, or forgive me, Kaito expansion, is what DLC should be, should be. Something like a side story that isn't made until after the game is out? Rich, feelings. Are you aware Which of Which fighting this? style's missing? 
Sounds like Rich doesn't even know, Michael. I, I don't no, I personally don't know. know. I, I'm aware that there's DLC. I didn't know there's anything as major as a, an entire fighting style. Apparently so. Apparently so. That's, I mean, well, that's know, mad. Michael's been established as a Yakuza fan in the past, so I'm sure he knows what he's, you know. Well, I wrote saying. the DLC plans story. <laughs> So, yeah, so I really should not... have a better grasp of this. Oh, okay. Well, well, in theory, then, would you be annoyed at that? Um, I have to say, that really does annoy me. I mean, I, well, I'm not, uh, you know, it annoyed me on Street Fighter when they just took some of the character costumes out and then sold them back to us. Pra- yeah. Stuff like that, where it's DLC, um, but you sort of, you know. Boxing combat style. Right, well, yeah, okay, that's not great. Stuff like that does but, annoy me when it's like, you know well, that definitely was just in the game. I can't imagine. I mean, there's already a new fighting style. You've already got the snake fighting style as well, which is new. So I don't think I'd miss the boxing one. You've already got three. Ooh, it's just a nice little bonus, I suppose. I don't know about that. I, I imagine. I get the impression, and I don't know for sure, but I get the impression that the boxing fighting style is probably quite lightweight, and I bet there's not much to it. I bet it doesn't even have like an upgrade tree or anything. Well, doesn't that so, make it even worse then if it's DLC? Well, I don't. I just. I don't care. Ooh. I don't care. I don't think I'll miss it. I, I really don't, honestly. It well, sounds whether or not like you miss it or not, though, we- I mean, or whether or not it's good or bad or you love it or you hate it, the fact that it's clearly already been made but held back is surely a, a sort of not never a good thing. I mean, you could have two new exciting styles and you could think boxing's amazing, right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not coming till a month after the game is out. So, I mean, oh, okay. you'll probably finish the game by then. Mm. So, I don't know, it's an excuse to go back in and piss about with a oh, new blimey. fighting style. Yeah, that's one of those weird ones where it's too soon, like a month later is too soon to just replay the game. But then also, if you lo- if you leave it like a year or two, then if you're anything like me, you'll have forgotten the much of the original stuff anyway. So you'd be like, oh, okay, well, I guess now I've got the option for this boxing one. I, I mean, know, I wonder weird. if they have ripped out the game, as he says. It, mm. it probably hasn't <laughs> if it's coming a month later yeah um, i imagine it was clearly ready to go i mean it's it reminds me of that street fighter thing where they were just like do you want reuse alternate costume because and it was funny because when you bought it it just instantly unlocked as well there's yeah, no it was download disc, yeah. it was just like yeah. fuck you that's terrible um yeah so no that's not great practice but i don't know uh yeah Rich agrees on a moral level, but he's not that fussed in practical terms. Another one from Michael. This this yeah. one, uh, this one's top stuff. Uh, weirdest video game dream that you've had. Uh, recently dreamed that I was in a new Bioshock game called Bioshock Mincemeat, uh, and <laughs> which I think is top oh, stuff. Wow. Yeah. Uh, one of the new plasmids involved summoning pies and throwing them to blind enemies or using them as a way to lure them into elemental traps. Well, that sounds water. incredible. I want to play like Bioshock Mincemeat. I mean, any any game where you can conjure a pie and chuck it, I mean, that's that's yeah. a winner already, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Um, video game dreams. I don't know about the weirdest video game dreams. I once dreamt that I was in the Raccoon City Police Department. That's quite cool. But the weird thing was that I dreamt about it on a day that was perfectly fine. There just <laughs> that's, wasn't that's an outbreak. Nice. And I was just sort of in... I was, I was actually... I'll tell you what. I was in the room 
where it says like welcome leon you know like the main staff yeah. room yeah i was just in there just sat at a desk on a computer that was quite surreal and it was daytime that's outside strange that's yeah. really odd i um recently had a video game dream that was rubbish and kind of stressful <laughs> Because I've been playing so much Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney stuff. The game was like a third-person Ace Attorney game. But you had like a a sort of stamina bar. Mm. And you could run for about sort of two seconds. And then you'd get out of breath. And you had to let it charge again. So you couldn't go anywhere. It was horrible. I was like, what is this game? And it was sort of stress, really stressful. Because I couldn't move through the game. that's, That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's, was, that's, that's, that's really horrible. Yeah, really like horrendous. That. Yeah, no. your bra- your brain is quite ingenious at sort of conjuring up tormenting scenarios. Yeah, um, yeah. How yeah. awful, nasty stuff. You you were just sitting and chilling in the RCPD oh, on, a, on a nice time in the RPD, uh, the bloody, on, on a the nice bloody day. computer. <laughs> it's daytime. Yeah, you're getting stressed out. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, this from Northern Monkey, uh, an excellent username, by the way. Yeah, very good. Um, uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, having now played around 35 hours of Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, a.k.a. Yakuza 7 Like a Dragon, but not called that in this country. Was it something of light and dark or something? I no, no, remember. they just got rid of the 7, I mean. Yeah, in this country they did, yeah. Yeah, no, but, but like no, over the, there. The, the Japanese title was something else entirely. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, it was cool. like... The absence of light and dark, or something weird. Yakuza mincemeat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where, uh, whereabouts of light and darkness? Right. Like uh, a dragon. He, yeah. Oh, like a God. dragon. Like like a mincemeat. Um, yeah. He says he's played thirty-five hours. He says I have to ask, how can anyone say this is their favourite game in the series? They've managed to make the story, combat, and even dating worse than any of the previous games. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. What do you say to that, Rich? Mm. I... Combat, first of all, let's break this down cate- well, categories. Combat, yay or nay? You I like it? Unst- but what I do you prefer? It. I, I can understand how it's subjective. I Do you know what? It's funny because I've been replaying Judgment, mm. so I've been going back to that sort of old style of Yakuza combat. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love it, th- I don't know, there's something... Mm, oh, I need to be sort of careful how I phrase this. There's something slightly more satisfying about like a Dragon's turn-based combat for me, personally. Mm. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I've been with that same combat system for like eight games now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, it's, it's funny. Like, I said to you, didn't I, when Like a Dragon came out, like you were sort of like, oh, do you know, I kind of missed the old combat. And I was like, well, you've had that for like 10 games. And you were like, yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do miss the old combat, but you've got that in Judgment. Yeah. And Lost Judgment. Yeah. So, And I think you said that point even then. You sort of said, because one of our listeners was like, oh, it's a shame. How do you think the series will move forward? And then you brought up the point. It's like, well, seems like they've got the old school stuff yeah. in Judgment now. Although actually, Judgment now sounds like it's over with Lost Judgment. Sounds like that might be the last one. Yeah, well, that's weird. I d- that's some weird thing with the actor, isn't it? Not wanting mm. the game on PC because they could mess with his face or something. Well, couldn't they just do another Judgment game but just have a new protagonist? They could, or just don't put it on PC. You haven't released them on PC so far, so... Well, they do... No, but Sega have a really good... Like, they do really good PC ports of, like, all the Yakuza stuff. Well, maybe this is one they don't do. And they sort of want it. If it to means, look, if it means, if it's a choice between no more games, or put it on a PC or whatever, mm. I, I'd go with the give me more games, please. 
Yes, yeah, but then I'm I not a PC player, am I? So of you're course, you're not a I'd PC player, but also that's then the publisher just being held to ransom by a talent agency in Japan. And my attitude true. is fuck you. Um, well, true, but also, but, but yeah, it's, also it's fuck you, but also I want more games. So fuck you, but uh, also I want more games. And yeah. this series, whoever the protagonist of Judgment is, he's not as iconic as Kazuma Kiryu. I'm pretty sure they could just do another Judgment game with a new detective. I mean, they could, yeah. Like, I don't, I, I, I'm not, I, don't I do, think I do like Yagami though. I do oh, like no, him. Fair he's enough. a good character. Fair enough, but like you know, serieses have survived far bigger upheavals than a character that's been in a game for two games. True. You know, that's, True. that's all. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You know, I know people like Yagami. Fair enough. But look, if it can survive Kiryu going in Yakuza, I'm fairly sure that. Ju- anyway. Well, I mean, his story ran its course. It will yeah. all be sort of whether you feel like Yagami's. Yeah, if you uh, feel like he was rudely interrupted. Yeah, exactly. If it's been wrapped up nicely, then fine. But if not, that's a problem. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Mm. And this last one from Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Birchall. This is one for you, Rich, because this is, I have to say, I, you know... I, I I don't really understand. I, well, but fair enough. Um, He's um his surname is just in the alphabet before Churchill, and then Churchill, Churchill. Although oh, it's, it's it is B I R, so it'd be somewhat displaced in the alphabet. But but doesn't yeah. matter. No no no, it, it doesn't matter. No, it's just the sound of it. Right, the alphabet of sounds. <laughs> yeah, Churchill, yeah. <laughs> Churchill, Churchill, so on. Just just a little observation for you. Just little observation. More yeah. that over. Think about that. <laughs> um, he says, "What games have you wanted to play when they were announced, mm-hmm. but but you were put off?" by the trophy slash achievement list being <laughs> too hard slash taking too long. If there are any, does it annoy you that you think like that? Because it, it annoys me. <laughs> I think I used to think like that. <laughs> Did you? But I don't anymore. Yeah, I don't like knowing that the list is, you know, can't be completed. Or I can't complete it. I don't like going into oh, the game knowing that. Oh, what if you spot like an achievement that's really hard? Well... But well, it's like playing all of the Yakuza's on Legend difficulty and then beating Amon. Like that's <laughs> those things are really hard. Oh, I guess. But so, I've just yeah. like, I've just made my peace with the fact that I'm probably never going to do either of those things. Okay, okay, fair enough. But so, but it wouldn't. I, I've got a question for uh, for Chris Birchall though, because my thing is when you say put off, do you actually mean like do you mean because if you mean put out. It's like you're a little bit miffed. I, well, I think fair enough. I'm not sort of obsessed with the with the you know trophies and achievements. I think they're cool and I like them, but I don't. They're not like a big uh, part of the way I play, if you know what I mean. Um, when you say like, I'd understand being put out, but when you say put off, do you actually just mean like fully not buying the game? Because yeah. that's because that's a, sh- that's a shame. Yeah. I mean, I because understand because like, there are like you know feverish achievement hunters out there who who like that's what they love doing and stuff, and I totally get that. Um, but when you get to the I, point where you're um, missing out on a game, that's a bit, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I used to sort of think a little bit like that, but yeah, I, I wouldn't want to miss out on a game just because of the achievement list. I mean, lest we forget, achievements, trophies, whatever, they weren't a thing, you know. Well, they're <laughs> not still not. If you, you play a Switch. Well, exactly. But yeah, yeah, if you're on Xbox or PlayStation or Steam or whatever, mm. and that that stuff matters to you. Mm. I mean, yeah. fair enough, but if you're missing out on a game because you'd of hate to not list, play a game just because the achievements. Yeah, kind of I, I, I wouldn't do that. By the way, right, quick question for you just before we close out: What mm-hmm. is the verb 
for obtaining the max gamer score on an Xbox game. What is the verb? Um, yeah, like thousand Ging. Thousand Ging. Okay. Oh, well, I guess so, right? I can't think of another um, no verb to describe it. It's just interesting because obviously some games it. aren't some games more than a thousand though. When you take into account like DLC yeah, but the base or... the base is usually a thousand, and like your trophies, you got your platinum. I platinum did. Well, because that, well, that was my question because platinum right. seems like a very easy, quick thing. I just wondered what it was for Xbox. Is it like maxing it or thousand? I guess thousand well, maxing it. it? I would say thousand Ging it for the base game. Then if this DLC, I don't know. Yeah, have, I, I have, did, have there been that. games that are less than a thousand? No. Huh. Uh, well, there was back when there's Xbox Live Arcade or whatever, but everything's a thousand now. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. that'll just about do us. Get yourself off Snapchat. Get yourself off LinkedIn. Get yourself off Instagram. Well, you can use LinkedIn actually. I don't mind. Get yourself on Twitter, RichieW82 at Joshy Wise as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, tweet your tepid takes at us. We want to hear them. Yes. Uh, thanks to Adam B. No, Andy B. Adam Cook, Colin Mahern for the yep. stings, for the memories, for the beautiful stings. Yeah. Uh, get yourself on videogamer.com for your gaming. Ne- I've chopped it up. Have you noticed? I've scrambled it. It's all over the place. It's good. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. It's, it's a Trust mess. me. All the all the boxes will be ticked. Oh, okay. But I've scrambled it because I like to keep you on your toes. As long as the know. goodbyes at the end. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. All right. oh, well, of course. Should we? Yeah. Imagine if we said goodbye first and then I did it. Well, I mean, that would be a complete shambles. Well, I could read it like the small print on an advert. Yeah, do that. That would be really, that'd fast. be like, like really yeah. fast. Practice um, it for next week. I'll practice it. I'll do it next week. Get yourself over to the sexfully designed new videogamer.com. Uh, leave your comments. Uh, and then what else? Um, get yourself to xboxachievements.com, playstationtrophies.org for Thanks your uh, plug in you. You're loving it. Yeah, um, please. And uh, I think that'll just about do us. It's goodbye from me, goodbye. And it's goodbye from Rich Walker. Goodbye.